0: Hi Gemstones and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today we're discussing Sun Tea, the sixth episode of season four of the greatest show in all the lands, 30 Rock. In this episode, we're reducing our carbon footprint, severing our vast deference, and explicitly taking advice from Jenna, again, (laughs) terrorizing a homosexual cop, and urinating with abandon. Just 30 Rock things. Now quiet everyone, our podcast is calling. Let's dive in. What is this,
1: Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers.
0: Oh, that word bums me
2: out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week
3: like a shock week.
2: Hi, I'm Liz, and I live right
3: below you. Oh my god, I'm Brian. Come in. (laughs) Wow, this place is great, isn't it? New kitchen, original molding, and I have a view because that dentist blew up his townhouse. So, you gonna try and bribe me like the rest of these yuppie bottom feeders? What? No,
2: bribe? People do that?
3: Yeah, well, the guy above me offered me 10 grand to move out.
2: That's a lot.
3: <laughs> it's obscene. This neighborhood used to be real. Now it's all ugh, chain stores and fancy restaurants.
2: Yeah, we cool people gotta hold our ground, fight the man, Michael Moore, etc. Is that a working fireplace?
3: Yeah, but it's kind of annoying. I can't shut the flue, so the apartment smells like Burger King all day and Cinnabon all night. Huh.
2: Yeah, I just came up here to make sure you're staying, ruining things for those creeps who are trying to make duplexes for their imaginary children and their imaginary husband, astronaut Mike Dexter.
3: So what's your plan?
2: I don't know. Let's figure something out, I guess.
3: Look, what if we team up? What do you mean? I can't afford to stay here on my own. And based on your shoes and teeth, I'm guessing you can't either. So why don't we move in together? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you'd have to give up your place, because this is the two bedroom.
2: There's two of them?
4: Oh.
3: Is that bad? Oh, God.
4: What are your overall thoughts?
0: Um, This one I enjoyed. I don't know. It was sort of like a mixed bag for me, like trail mix, where all you eat is the the raisins and the chocolate and the peanuts. Is that all of trail mix? I don't understand how trail mix works. It was okay. (laughs) It was pretty solid. How about you?
4: Same. Uh, The whole vasectomy stuff is nonsense. Uh, Jenna is the most annoying person on the planet. Um, she Eddie, does give
0: my favorite line of the entire series though, which is the drama is like gay men's Gatorade. It replenishes their electrolytes. <laughs> I use that daily. Really? Yeah. And everyone thinks I'm so funny cause I don't tell them that it was stolen. They think I'm that funny.
4: I don't, I bet that's not true
0: that they think I'm funny. <laughs> You're probably right.
4: You are the boss. They're probably just like appeasing you and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, you're just proving my point uh, mercilessly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I cut you off. What else? No, you you
4: didn't. I asked you a question. So it's a good one. It has its moments, right? But, you know, anytime Dr. Spaceman is there and they let Jenna talk is a lot. But I feel like Tracy was on fire, like just his energy, except the part where he had to go back in and loop it after the vasectomy. And I was waiting for Meat Cat. I'm like, not this episode.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving birth to Meat Cat and when? I was like, more Meat Cat.
4: <laughs> yeah. Sun T's gross. Nick Cordry's cute.
0: What more can you ask for? Yeah. I mean, I don't have the same aversion to Dr. Spaceman. I am more ambivalent on, just not as much hate as you both possess for him. Jenna is obviously my favorite character. So Maybe because he's every an moment. affront
4: to women everywhere.
0: <laughs> Satirically. And Jenna is just like the greatest thing that's ever existed ever. So I enjoyed all of those moments.
4: <laughs> what was the one where her gaze, like, I don't even have the energy. Look at my Re-
0: face. Read my face. <laughs> <laughs> She's the queen of the gaze. Anyone who's that, like, dissociated from reality and that self-centered is an icon immediately. It's just how it works.
4: Is that why the gays love Taylor Swift? I don't really get the Taylor Swift thing. I think I'm too old, but
0: I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't know, I have cousins who really love Taylor Swift, and that sort of softened me on her, because I wasn't always, like, a huge fan, but, I, like, her songs were bops. But recently, I've just been like, yes, Taylor, go Swifty. So, I do not say basic. I'm a stan, but I'm a star. Basic. I, I am um, a basic bitch, yeah. That's true.
4: So this episode I, <laughs> I use and-
0: pumpkin spice fleet enemas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> This episode opens and Liz is passed out, but there's exercise TV on, which I spent a quality time of my life doing workouts alone with, like, my friends, (laughs) quote-unquote. So there's this series, I can't even think of what it's called now, but it was part of the Prism Pilates, the Method Pilates and there was this woman named Lakey who was a beautiful dancer. And when you've done a tape like for 10 years, you start to think you kind of know these people, right? <laughs> so then she shows up to lead the Alvin Ailey audition at Cincinnati Ballet. And I literally started crying. I was like, I've done that workout with you like a thousand times. <laughs> You're my favorite. She's just like, okay. <laughs> Sad. So sad. Poor Julie.
0: <laughs> ah, Julie's doing great. They are your friends. I think, like, all my friends are just the cast of 30 Rock and New Girl. And you too. Oh, my God. But mostly them.
4: Am I ever going to stop with New Girl? Like, is this unsettled feeling of the pandemic or Trump or whatever ever going to go away? To the I point think- where I'm like, I can't sleep. I can either learn more about Theranos or I can watch Fawn <laughs> Moscato. In the spider episode with the sauce. <laughs> so she's asleep on her couch snoring away in a very odd way and in comes the lady from Orange is the New Black. She's the terrible Warden. owner. Yeah. Warden. Oh, she's awful on that show in the best way possible. Yeah. But did you have she's also same, got a like visceral reaction
0: to her? I just like really enjoy her face. So it's like severe but unique and it feels like a Roman queen.
4: I'm into it. She's good. And then she pulls out a little racism, like, we don't speak Polish, rude.
0: <laughs> which Polish has been a, a big play in this season, like, with, during the Fight Club episode, maybe that was last season, she was talking, she was learning so much Polish from the uh, door people.
4: They were like, get out of here, we hate you. So Liz's building is going condo, which seems like complete utter bullshit, She's like, and if you're planning on buying, I'm Wendy, and we should talk.
0: <laughs> she storms into her fucking house. So Liz is uproarious, as one would expect. She's like, well, I'm not buying, and they can't just kick me out. But they can hike up her rent.
4: Way up! She's like, let me show you to the bedroom. And then a voice from beyond says, Jack will tell you what to do next, but it's on the TV. It's from the workout people.
0: It's because <laughs> the lines between TV and reality are so thin these days. So thin. It's like Halloween night at the rocks of Craig Nadoon. You'll get transported back in time. I'm watching a lot of Outlander these days.
4: We're on Zoom right now, so we might as well be on TV.
0: Yeah, Just us watching. (laughs) Watching ourselves? All right.
4: So now we're going to lurk those glutes. It's a great line. And this is like number... How many Good God Lemons have we had so far? One. In the whole series? No, I feel like we've had a lot of Good God Lemons.
0: In this episode?
4: No, in the series. Oh, we've had
0: a lot of Good God Lemons, yeah. I was like, this is the first one, Julie. Oh, no,
2: was I supposed to be keeping count?
0: No. Yes. Oh, calm down.
4: So, Good God Lemon, have you seen this?
0: So Liz is in Jack's office, and he's holding up a tabloid. I think it was in the New York Post. And the headline says, <laughs> Julie,
4: say it. Uh... Geist oh, you were screams. just laughing
0: super hard. I thought it, like, tickled you. Tickled well, I was
4: doing the line before. that. sure you Concluded from the headline, Don Geis' estranged son, Bertram, is suing. Oh, I don't write it down. <laughs> you didn't. You know what it is. You're trying to make me do it, but I didn't write it down. Duh. So there. <laughs> nope. It could have done. Geis screams, son pays. But the guy playing Don Geis' son is Rip Torn's son in real life. So he's the real, the actor who plays Don Geis' real son.
0: So I can't tell if, like, I like it ironically or genuinely at this point, but Bertram seems like a solid name for, like, a flying squirrel.
4: It's so <laughs> true. I, I like it. Anyway,
0: so the, uh, the tabloid headline said, Memoirs of a Geist.
4: Ha! Terrible. Which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> And then they're like, and then we heard from Kathy's lawyer, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> it's one of
0: those polo cord animals. Yeah, it's called like- Teddy Ruxpin. It's not one of those. That's what they're called. It just, do all Teddy Ruxpins have that little pull
4: a cord thing? Yes. Who's Teddy Ruxpin? What's his deal? <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin would tell you stories and he would blink and his mouth moves. He might be before your time. He's from the 80s. I've heard of that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. The 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very upset because Don's his hero and his mentor and a great man holding up one finger to get someone to stop talking. He invented that. Liz, Liz immediately like, I don't starts
0: talking so. and then he's able to use it immediately.
4: <laughs> Julie also often does it to me
0: yet to be effective.
4: <laughs> well, there's a delay. <laughs> he's being publicly humiliated by his own family. This is why I'm glad I never had children and why I never will. Yikes. She's but like, also oh, like Jack, fair. You don't mean that. feels like a very Southern line. Guys so, also invented the abrupt conversational segue. <laughs> Talk about your thing
1: now.
0: So she's talking about the whole condo situation and Jack's encouraging her to buy a place. Liz is concerned because she feels like she should buy a place where she can raise a big family. Jack encourages her to buy two apartments. Why not? He started in the basement and rose his way up through, I'm sure, very moral means. Now he doesn't have a family, but he has a lot of other treats.
4: A walk-in humidor, a lap pool, and a replica of an Irish pub where my grandmother was born. (laughs) So Liz is like, but I'm not Rich Jack. And he's like, you're doing okay. This could Rich. be your dream apartment.
0: Okay to him is probably like multimillionaire. That feels like what he thinks most Americans make. Don't they? Do you? Except for us.
4: No, I'm poor. I'm part of the bottom. You're a bottom? I always
0: thought you were a top. <laughs> Don, top.
4: I've never met a nine-year-old
0: who was a top before. Oh, my God. Why did they cancel the show? It was so good.
4: (laughs) So, Jack suggests she sniffs around at the upstairs neighbor, see if he's planning to leave. And if not, make him an offer he can't refuse. Trademark 1974, Don Grace. Ah, That man. But actually from The Godfather, 1972. Wow. I made him an offer he can't refuse. That was my brando. (laughs)
0: And we'll have plenty of time (laughs) to digest During (laughs) the opening credits So Liz walks in In the writer's room uh, On Frank doing some ungodly things To a glass jar So he's got his zipper down He's about to pee Into the jar And Liz is very fairly Affronted and horrified She thought that he used the jars For sun tea but some of them are sunty. None of them look like pee. It's certainly not pee from a healthy human. <laughs>
4: no, so, really somebody with it. an infection,
0: yes. <laughs> or Howard Hughes in that aviator sequence where he's just oh, like oh holding himself up in the movie theater. It's like none of those were the color of actual pee.
4: What's wrong with me? I really miss young, small Leo. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> larger Leo? Yes. All uh-huh. All right. <laughs>
0: You like twink Leo, not bear Leo.
4: I know, but does that mean not hiding like in a dead bear old carcass? Old man? Leo. You know what I mean? He's like I'm 50, but I only date like 22 year olds, and I'm like, me. me, me. <laughs>
0: well, if you listen to the lyrics of Taylor Swift's new 10 minute version of All Too Well, she sings, "I keep getting older, but the girls you date are the same age."
4: They dated for three months, like 10 years ago. <laughs> let it go, let it go. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. I went right through that.
0: <laughs> so this Liz questions Tufer who shares an office with Frank on whether this is kosher, acceptable. It turns out they have a gentleman's agreement. And the designated fart dampener is a Yale sweatshirt. Men are disgusting.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Although also, some, how
0: powerful are their farts that all of it is frayed?
4: I know, torn with holes. Yeah, it's like, weird. is
0: that just like heat? Is that some sort of chemical reaction? Clearly something's wrong with Frank's body based on the output of his urine. So he must have some noxious caustic farts.
4: And she's like, what is wrong with you guys? What, what would it be like if Steree and Sue and I were not here? And Tupper says, I had to watch this like three times. We have a room dog named Medus. <laughs> and Frank says, I take my pants off and eat chicken wings. Shut it down, which felt very new girl. Shut it down. Sorry, touch oh, your, your penis. Oh, sorry, touch your penis. Do we watch it too
0: much? Probably.
4: <laughs> I mean, it is funny that we talk a lot about it
0: on <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast not about it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I know. I still wonder if it would ruin it if we did. It. But anyway, has
0: it Moving ruined Thirty Rock? I don't think
4: it would. <laughs> No, it hasn't. As we know, I don't even know what happened on the last episode, much like it's coming up. Like, like, did we already watch Steelbreakers? I feel like I did. You probably did like 14 times, but not right now.
0: Also, the hand acting here in this episode is quite remarkable. Starting with Jack's Geist pointer finger to her shut it down, throw away the jar. She's moving that pointer finger all over the place. She means
4: business. Well, too bad she can't control her body parts in the next one. No, smile, like a person. person. <laughs> Wave with your hand. Somebody <laughs> bring me some ham. <laughs> He's, she says, shut it down, throw away the jars. He's like, fine, but I'm going to recycle them. And one day you'll be drinking your apple juice and wonder, where is this jar been?
0: One time in biology class, this girl asked if someone spit on the ground, does that spit evaporate and then you're just breathing spit, which I thought was a fair
4: question. Oh, I rushed the Teddy Ruxpin that's coming up now. Sorry. That's okay. We still got there.
0: It's okay. doesn't have to be in order.
4: I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be. We would make you, the rules. Would you like to attempt a Bertram Geis impression?
0: Sure. Now? Yep.
4: Yeah. You're going okay. to
0: I will fight my sister tooth and nail to get what I deserve because I, Bertram Geis, so daddy's fancy boy. so gross.
4: After the deposition, Kathy Guy's lawyer offered this rebuttal: My name is Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? Oh, Teddy. So in comes Kenneth, and he's like, Mr. Donaghy, you want to see me? <laughs> it's time for, I was like, wait a minute, is this Greenzo? I'm like, we already did Greenzo. But yeah, I guess it is an initiative they've done every year since.
0: Yeah. And then it is fun watching it back because they talk about how are they actually going to do something or just put that green peacock in the corner. And usually, when you would watch it live, the green peacock would be in the corner, but they superimposed it for the sake of us rewatching.
4: Amazing and attention just the fact to detail. Fact that <laughs> this long ago, we were still <laughs> fighting over whether or not you know there was any climate problems or anything. Nobody yeah, was and now Al Gore and his book that he wrote
0: forty years ago, whatever. Yeah, and now uh, it's too late. So that's fun.
4: I watched a very nice PSA from Millie Bobby Brown today that said, don't worry. You don't have to be mad at the adults. We'll fix it. Like, it's going to be okay.
0: They're working her too hard. Now she has to fix global warming. She's already in like seven movies a year. Let her have a childhood. Drake's already breathing down her neck. Leave her alone. She's in
4: Stranger Things. What else has she been in?
0: She was in Enola Holmes. Um, She was also Enola Gay. She played the plane that dropped the atomic bomb. (laughs) That was a stretch.
4: I caught a vibe. (laughs) Sorry, it's just, it just
0: happens now. So Jack <laughs> tasked Kenneth with reducing TGS's carbon footprint. They have to bring it down by 5%. And then they have a fun, super fun conversation questioning global warming and how that's just a bunch of scientists talk because the things that scientists talk about um, obviously aren't real.
4: <laughs> so Jack's like, I love the Earth. I have these rare katapulu blossoms flown in every morning from Sri Lanka on a private jet which are the world's most expensive flower. Jesus. It
0: reminds me of the good place where they were like, no one can actually do good things because everything you get now has some sort of like grievous environmental impact. And this has taken it to the next level. So Jack is like, that's the definition of green to bring in these rare flowers on a jet (laughs) from Sri Lanka. Amazing. And yet they force them to do more. For the children? What have children ever done for us? Kenneth astutely says, well, they make our shoes and wallets. (laughs) So, Kenneth isn't pleased, but he's going to be grumpy only till the end of this sentence. And he's back to his cheery, goon face.
4: I want to be Kenneth, but I'm going to be grumpy until the end of this sentence. Love it.
0: Back at Liz's apartment, she knocks on the door of her upstairs neighbor, and it's Brian, a dude we also recognized from New Girl as the person we thought was going to kill Jess and probably still will. So, Liz comes in and is like, wow, this place is uh, great. She says it more enthusiastically. It? Than that.
4: New kitchen, original molding, and I have a view because the dentist blew up his townhouse. So are you going to try and bribe me like the rest of these yuppie bottom feeders?
0: She's caught off guard. What? No, bribe. People do that?
4: Yeah, well, the guy above me offered me ten grand to move out.
0: She slips what looks like a $20 bill back into her front sweater
4: pocket. Speaking of new girl, which reminds me when Winston is trying to hold that community table, he writes an IOU for like $10. <laughs>
0: She's like, what is Big this? spender. <laughs> so Brian is just like super disillusioned with what the neighborhood's become. It, it's all chain stores and fancy restaurants. And so the cool people got to hold their ground.
4: Liz says that. Yeah, we cool people got to hold our ground. <laughs> Fight the man, Michael Moore, etc. cetera. Is that a working fireplace?
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of annoying. I can't shut the flus. The apartment smells like Burger King all day and Cinnabon all night.
4: Okay, Cinnabon on is no joke. I would lose my fucking mind.
0: <laughs> in, the, in
4: a good way? Burger King does not smell good to me. Cinnabon.
0: Burger King is amazing. Like when, gosh, when they would be like char broiled and you would go there and you would just see them putting in that microwave thing and press a button and still you were like, I'm down if you are.
4: Yeah, I love those flame grill marks that you drew on with a pen. <laughs> I
0: know, with a <laughs> fucking Sharpie. Yeah.
4: Delicious Dude, yeah. It's like plant based burgers I'm like what do you think that fucking monstrosity is made out of You think that's meat for 99 cents We're talking the inside of a hoof I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> shit is oh God, Allegedly it's
0: when, it's when they clean out abscesses What they take off is what's in the burger
4: I'm you gonna know make how so the many the beef industry went after Oprah I don't want them to go after us like that Oprah uh, Or like Theranos went after Tyler Schultz You need to calm down ma'am <laughs>
0: So Liz backtracks pretty quickly and was like, yeah, I just came up here to make sure that you're staying. Ruining thing for those creeps who are trying to make duplexes for their imaginary children and their imaginary husband. Astronaut like (laughs) Dexter."
4: So he's like, so what's your plan? She's like, "Uh, figure out something. What if we team up? What do you mean? I can't afford to stay here on my own. And based on your shoes and teeth, (laughs) I'm guessing you can't either.
0: Which seems rude, but she's had a tooth fall out of her mouth in front and of us And her before. teeth are
4: amazing. And as Bernie Sanders said, I'm glad that those are the expendable bones that are inside your mouth. And that we <laughs> judge everyone on them. And I have bad teeth. And I spent $14,000 to continue to have a mouthful of Jack and Leonard teeth. Anyway, you do? You've got great teeth. <laughs> I have terrible teeth. Uh,
0: not aesthetically. They could be held together by just paper clips and hope, but they look good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they do not. But thank you. So he says... You can stay here. You'd have to give up your place because this is a two-bedroom. There's like, two of them. There's two of them. Oh, it's <laughs> the best.
0: Ah, That's one of my favorite. That's, that's, I think, three on my top three lines of this episode. Let's keep count, everyone, at home.
4: The way that Tina Fey can deliver the right line, including fresh fruit, toaster, pasty, cheese, it's cheesecakes later. <laughs> <laughs> so she's so,
0: conferring with Jenna back at 30 Rock, trying to figure out how to get Brian to drive him out. Cause she's going to buy both places then and make her dream apartment. And Jenna astutely says, that's like something I'd come up with if I was smarter. She's amazing.
4: Yeah. You're going to have to do this whole part.
0: (laughs) So this is like, I know I'm terrible, but Brian sucks. He doesn't have a TV and he wears political t-shirts. Jenna does not want her to feel guilty because she doesn't understand that that's an emotion that some people feel or should. She's like, this is Manhattan real estate, baby. There are no rules like check-in at an Italian sex party.
4: Can't you hear it in your head, though? She's like, checking in at an Italian sex party.
0: And I love it. Yeah. And she recalls her own experience with something similar. She's like, do you know how long I've been waiting for the lady next door to finally join her husband in hell? <laughs>
4: <We> <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Gerstein. By- oh, my heart is getting stronger every day. <laughs> oh, you ancient bitch.
0: But you've already got the foot in the door, says Jenna. Here's what you got to do. Do you remember that horrible roommate you had back in Chicago? You mean it's you? Her. She's talking about herself. And so we're back there, and Jenna looks pretty much like the same, just longer hair, look the same amount of crazy. And Liz looks like Velma from Scooby-Doo. And so Jenna is, like, attempting to wash the dishes. She's like, I know it's my turn to do the dishes, but I'm a character, and if you make me do the dishes, I will kill myself! Evidently, she drove a lot of guys out of
4: that third bedroom. Because guys hate drama. And I'm gonna teach you how to be a drama queen. And if I fail, I'm gonna take a bunch of pills and it's gonna be your fault.
0: I mean fail is drawn, still got it. Ah, what a dream.
1: Miss Lemon, your mini fridge is still in your office. You made a promise to Masioka. Conserve electricity. Don't be a zero, be a good guy. Why doesn't that say hero? That feels like a real missed opportunity. I
2: don't care. If I can't have my adult apartment, I will have my mini fridge.
1: Wow, Liz.
2: Don't you care about the environment?
1: Shut up. What do you know about the environment? Only everything. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the greenest person at TGS, Mr. Frank Rossitano. What? He never wastes anything. I've seen him eat food from the trash. What's a trash barrel but a big salad bowl filled with trash. He never wastes water by doing his laundry. The shirt started out white. No, do not
2: encourage this. He pees in jars and leaves them around the office. That's a health hazard.
1: Come. Let me show you something.
2: Don't talk to me like that. You look like a turtle who lost
1: his shell. Mr. Rossitano has actually been emptying his jars out there. He's
2: been pouring them out the window? Oh, that is
1: beautiful. Miss Lemon, TGS can reach its 5% goal in one of two ways. You can give up your mini fridge, or you can let Mr. Rossitano do his son tea system. Just keep the door closed.
3: Absolutely not.
1: So Jack um, sort of
0: corners Liz and is like, I just want to make sure you're not making jokes about Donkey's this week. He couldn't handle it. Their topical cold open, thankfully, is about Omarosa barring Bjork Swan dress, which now is super dated and then was also super dated.
4: <laughs> so Tracy's there and he's like, What's up, Donegie? He's like, Tracy Jr., to what do we owe this visit? And um, Tracy says it's take your black kid to work day. <laughs>
0: to which immediately friend? Jack says. <laughs> do you ever regret having children
4: <laughs> every day i thought having a family was gonna be like the cosby show oh no vanessa went to the concert oh no rudy and i are making a sandwich for 25 minutes the cosby show was a lie having a family can be the worst for example i have the strip club story from this weekend i need to tell you jackie d it's disgusting but i can't because i got this little d-bag here
0: his son's like i know what that means
4: and you still won't tell me.
0: <laughs> and that's my number two favorite line of this entire episode. That was so well delivered. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, magic. fire.
4: Fire. <laughs> and yet you won't tell me. <laughs> and yet you won't tell me. And it's so unexpected.
0: So Jack's been thinking a lot about family lately, about his legacy. And he's been watching a friend, a.k.a. Okay, Don Geist's boss, go through an ordeal with his children, only affirming that he was not meant to have any children of his own, and he never will. Now, the kid, Tracy, Tracy Jr., is like, it's not that simple. Now, what if a girl tries to trap you like Nicole tried to do me on the band trip? <laughs> Bitches can be tricky. Um, He's, what, 11? He's I can't great. tell. because, like, I love that kid. At some points, he does look he's like he's 18, and at some points, he does look like he's six months old.
4: I, I think he is, like, 12 or something, but he is great. His He never disappoints. I feel like his line delivery is always the best. He His was, name is Bobby J. Thompson.
0: Uh, he was also on That's So Raven and was amazing. I was sort of like the annoying um, kid next door who was obsessed. Speaking of
4: it. the view, Raven Simone was <laughs> awful on there. That's not what I said. <laughs> she was awful. Was That's So Raven a good show?
0: I loved it. Yeah. It's the only show that my mom remembers me watching. So whenever I'm watching a TV show around her, she's like, How's That So Raven? And I'm like, <laughs>
4: She was so cute on the Cosby show.
0: She was great on That's So Raven, too. Terrible on
1: the
4: future. You video.
0: could see into the future, future, future. You may think life would be a dream. Was she a cheetah life girl is also? A dream. No. She was a cheetah girl. Yeah. <gasps> and then look at me, me pulling che-
4: out the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So Cheetah Girls was her, this girl, Sabrina, and then two the of teenage the three witch? Mem-
1: mm-hmm. No,
0: if only. Two of the three members of 3LW, one of whom like went loco for Coco Puffs. And she was on an Instagram live that Raven Simone was also on. And then the minute she left where she was just spouting nonsense, there's this amazing moment that became a meme of Raven, just like literally making a sandwich and just like giggling and it keeps escalating. She's just like, <laughs> you need to look it up. Cause I'm not doing it any justice. And it Does will she
4: not know she's still filming.
0: No, she knows. And that's part of the magic. <laughs>
4: So, Tracy Jr. is off to get some strawberry milk. He's like, Tracy Jr. is right. There's only one way to really take children off the table. I'm going to get a vasectomy. He's like, that's a big decision. Having a family is also the best thing a man could. He's gone. So, my story. So, I'm in the strip club (laughs) with Charles Barkley and one of the hobbits. (laughs) Hey, daddy. Damn it. I can't live like this. I'm getting a vasectomy too. (laughs) Kenneth bothers. You're
0: like a fucking Foley artist. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing.
4: (laughs) Kenneth, I'm doing my Kegels right now. What is it?
0: (laughs) Well, I've been in charge of reducing TGS's carbon footprint, and everyone has to chip in.
4: Kenneth, I once took a low-volume shower with Ed Begley Jr. (laughs) What more can I do?
0: (laughs) Well, let's see. Minka Kelly, also a new girl, says, my show is about football. There's a football team called the Chargers. Unplug your Chargers.
4: But, Kenneth, I need all of these. There's one for my cell phone, one for my laptop, there's one for my erotic massager, and this one's for something personal.
0: That's my fourth favorite line.
4: What do you think the something personal is that's not an erotic massager?
0: That's the joke. I don't know, though. I
4: understand. Did that you
0: understand humor? <laughs> okay. I'm
4: just saying, what does your imagination make you think it is? So, Dr. Spicheman <laughs> can do everything. He can do appendix or a kidney transplants, vasectomies, childbirth. Uh, mental illness. He's just so around. All of them,
0: because or that's what these do forms do say. None
2: of them.
4: <laughs> I'm going to write same, and then we're going to do the opposite, right? <laughs> opposite. Opposite. <laughs> opposite. Well, the form says same, so. <laughs> the form doesn't Ooh. say
0: Cosby Show lied to me. But Cheers, lied to me, is an option.
4: So now for the procedure, you can choose between local or general anesthetic. I should warn you that general anesthesia can cause powerful hallucinations, so I highly recommend it. Hey, Big Bang! <laughs> I'll schedule you both for the morning. Now this is surgery, so don't eat anything before you come in because I have a big breakfast waiting for you. <laughs> Emma, how dare you? Not funny.
3: <laughs> I it like wasn't the line reading. itself
4: it was just yeah. It was, until tomorrow your- gentlemen and then he says we all see the little black boy in the corner right okay which that is great you because do you use- <laughs> i do use constantly i'm like am i having a stroke can everyone see this okay <laughs> just checking
0: but we all so do see
4: tracy jr so
0: we do see tracy jr and brian is about to see liz at her jenna worst best tough to say So Brian comes into the apartment That Liz is pretending to move into And goes into a huge fit of like
4: So is that all you have to (laughs) say to me? That's how you apologize?
0: What? What did I do?
4: What do you care? Whatever Brian, I am over it
0: Over what?
4: Oh, I'm sorry, is this too much drama? It, I'm over it You remind me of my father And my boyfriend Are you listening to me? Because if you're not, I will put on a wedding dress and jump in front of the subway!
0: So Brian's wrists immediately go limp. And he's like, honey, you don't need to tell me how much men suck. Sit down and tell me everything while I make us raspberry mojitos.
4: You're gay?
0: Start from the beginning. What's his boyfriend's name?
4: Astronaut Mike (laughs) Dexter.
0: So Brian's a hippie, hipster, and now he's gay. That's a tough combo to deal with. They're unpredictable.
4: So we're back at 30 Rock because that's basically where we go for the most part.
0: Because <laughs> it's the show.
4: <laughs> yes, pretty much. And Liz is talking to Jenna and she's like, Brian is gay. The drama didn't make him want me to move out. Go ahead. This is your area of some expertise. Oh my God, I cannot fucking wait.
0: Let's do this. Well, of course not. Drama is like gay man. El- <laughs> well, of course Uh-oh. not. Well, of course not. Well, I'm kidding. Well, of course not. Drama is like gay man Gatorade. Replenishes their electrolytes.
4: <laughs> we are getting a hyper-extended elbow shoulder dance with hair flips. Love that. Oh, <laughs> my. <Loving> that. <laughs> She's like, damn it, he's never going to leave. Trying to get someone, Tracy Pipes said, trying to get someone to move out. I May mean, I suggest what got my neighbors to move out? Black person moved in. Scared them off.
1: And
0: Jenna says, huh, that's not a bad idea, Tracy. Or maybe Tr- Liz says uh, it.
4: Yeah. It's like, I got a lot of good ideas. Now, if excuse me, I have to take my son to my vasectomy because the Cosby Show lied to me, and I can't tell an amazing strip club story.
0: Devastating.
4: And then he, like, darts his eyes and then, like, goes that way, sort of like on Drag Race, when so they point, and they're like, oh, they're going to that side of the scene. <laughs> he, like, takes his eyes and looks to the right, and then they go. This is cute. <laughs> cute. Miss Lemon, it's our friend Kenneth. As I'm sure you know, it's Green Week, and NBC, oh, brother, they're actually going to do something this year, or are they just going to put stupid peacock in the corner of the screen? Actually, and now
0: Kenneth looks down at the little green peacock at the corner of the
4: screen. Push, push. Peacock! <laughs> so, and what you can do, Miss Lemon, is get rid of your office mini-fridge. My mini-fridge? What about my fresh fruit? Flavored Twister's Cheesecakes.
0: <laughs> is that your favorite line?
4: Yeah. I mean, Wait. no, but it's funny.
0: <laughs> so Frank pipes in like haven't you ever heard of and is like so you can make other people give up stuff but you're too good to make a sacrifice yourself she relents and is like I will give up my mini fridge because unlike Frank I'm a good and decent person then immediately to Sue's black daughter says is that my cell phone oh I'm sorry it's in my hand <laughs> cause it's uh, take your black kid to work day today and not yesterday cause it's always on a Wednesday as Sue says
4: moving on <laughs> So we're now in the uh, operating room and Dr. Spaceman tells uh, Tracy to count back from 10. And he says, sure, I know how to do that. <laughs> and then he says, Same you bitch. lied to me, Bill Cosby. You lied to me. Uh-oh, here comes my hallucination. <laughs> now, immediately when this part starts, I'm out. I don't like this flashback.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. It, it's just like they're talking about all the people and they're Sondra doing things. Sondra is the boring one. Sandra but- is hella boring. Yeah. Why is she there? Married to to annoy us all? Goddamn. Anyway, so then it switches into Tracy and Tracy Jr. living in a pigsty, and um, he's talking about his Tracy Jr. sisters, and he's like, I don't have any sisters, Dad. It's just us guys. You know how it is when it's just us guys, right? And that's why his life's not like a Cosby show, because he only has boys, and boys are disgusting. Preach.
4: I need a baby girl!
0: <laughs> don't sit my vast deference. So we're back at the shared apartment between Brian, um, hipster, gay, and soon to be another element that we're about to find out because Liz has plans. So she's just getting her computer, or so she says, and then loudly shouts, sorry, I forgot you'd be home now, Brian. Clearly a cue for Dotcom to pound on the door. Well done, Julie. Beautiful work there. Elizabeth, I know you're in there. Now.
4: Oh, no. It's my crazy black boyfriend, astronaut Mike Dester.
0: And the .com's like, better not be with a man. <laughs> even if he is gay. Now, I know he became Trigoran, but he is also inhabiting the hell out of this role. What an actor.
4: She's like, Mike, no, I don't even know why I'm letting you in. And you're in this unreasonable state. Don't get angry and jealous, even though Brian is the one that, who convinced me to move on.
0: So comes <laughs> like, I'm going to be coming by all the time, getting jealous, taking things out of context. That dude, Brian, would be happier moving out. <laughs>
4: Okay, everybody, just calm down. Everybody, just calm down.
0: I feel angry, like Warren Moon must have felt back in 1995. What's that about?
4: As I have told you many times during our relationship, <laughs> no one gets that reference.
0: So what is that reference?
4: Warren Moon was a quarterback for Houston. I have no idea. Right, but... It's more than I He's a football player. He was a very handsome man with a mustache, which I don't normally find attractive, but... <laughs>
0: Is that why we haven't hooked up?
4: <laughs> that, and right now you're starting to look like Morrissey, but I don't know what is happening over there. <laughs> Very emo tonight with the hair. I
0: hand. know. <laughs> I'm trying to do Crispin Glover, but it's coming out of the Smiths, I guess. Yeah,
4: you're not Crispin Glover. <laughs> I want to be. He has, like, a uh, ferocity and an inability to articulate. You know how to use words and stuff.
0: Did I? Do I? Did you?
4: So at this point, Mike uh, pretty much clips com from behind and knocks him down. His
0: name's Brian. Mike's the astronaut. Astronaut Mike Dexter. <laughs> the long and winding road.
4: So the gay guy hits the uh, com in the leg. Is he that obvious? Oh, just gay. And then he's like, "NYPD, stay on the ground." She's like, "A gay hipster cop? You're an interesting guy, Brian." <laughs>
0: So Jack's in the waiting room of Dr. Spishman's office with Tracy Jr. And talking about Don Geis and how it used to be synonymous, the Geis name, with success, power, funny incidents where women died at barbecues. Hilarious. Now it's being dragged through the mud, and that's why he's having this vasectomy. Tracy is about to give a lovely little insight into the joys of having a child.
4: But look at that picture. He had some good times with his kids, too. That junk is priceless. Well, I'm glad I'm doing this. Very, very glad. So now he's talking to uh, Tracy, Tracy Jr. Jr. Yeah. He's like, what are you working on now? I have to write an essay about my dad for school. I want the cover to be one of those things where each letter in his name stands for a word about him. Jack says, that's called, called an acrostic. An acrostic. <laughs> cool. Thanks for teaching me that, which no kid will ever say. Yes, well, you're welcome. Maybe I could help you with the grammar. Why don't you read it to me? So T is for terrific. R is for rad. A is for awesome. C is for, because he's my dad. No. Damn you, Tracy Wait. Jr. <laughs> so Kenneth's here in an arc. He's like, Miss Lemon, your mini fridge is still in your office. You uh, also,
0: hilariously, we find out later when Tracy puts the acrostic on his mirror that Y is for Yakuza, the Japanese mob. When he shot a movie there, from then he did rob.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so. He says, conserve electricity. Don't be a zero. Be a good guy. Why doesn't that say hero? (laughs) That feels like a missed opportunity.
0: And this all comes up because Liz wouldn't get rid of her fucking mini fridge. Like, oh my God, just fucking do it.
4: I can't have my adult apartment. I will have my mini fridge.
0: Frank chimes in with a, well, Liz, don't you care about the environment?
4: (laughs) Shut up. What do you know about the environment? Only
0: Only everything.
4: everything.
0: (gasps) Everyone gasps. And then Kenneth comes in. He really knows how to seize a moment. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the greenest person at TGS, Frank.
4: Mr. Frank Rossitano. What? No, wait. He never wastes <laughs> anything. I've seen him eat food from the trash. What's a trash barrel but a big salad bowl filled with trash? <laughs> he never wastes water by doing his laundry. This shirt started out as white. <laughs> they all congratulate the boss He's like, no, don't encourage this He pees in jars and leaves them around the office This is a health hazard
0: And super fucking smugly Kenneth is like, come, let me show you something <laughs> <laughs> To which Liz is like, don't you talk to me like that You look like a turtle who lost his fucking shell
4: That's the best line of the show that's, <laughs> you look like a turtle lost
0: Gatorade's the my number one, but that's close that's because fine. I think that's so true there,
4: Kenneth really yeah. does look like a turtle like tippy the turtle that you used to draw to get into college or whatever Mr. Rossitano actually been putting empty jars out there he's been pouring them out the window oh that is beautiful we see this beautiful azalea garden Miss <laughs> Lemon TGS can reach its 5% goal in one of two ways you can give up your mini fridge or you can let Mr. Rossitano do his sun tea system and Liz says just keep the door closed and Frank says absolutely not <laughs>
0: So we're back in the hallucination of Tracy And someone saying, wake up Tracy Wake up, wake up, wake up Turns out it's Dr. Spichemin Who has been stopped by Jack Donaghy Tracy fears that he may need to go back in time Really kicks himself for selling his DeLorean to Mr. T But realizes that Jack put a stop to it And as Spichemin says The patient's friend runs in the operating room and yells at you You have to stop
4: It's the doctor's code There it is Jackie D, I need a baby girl. Maybe one day our kids can play together. I didn't have my vasectomy either. Aww. Tracy, I want to have children. I want those memories no matter what the cost. And I have to pass on this head of hair. True it that. Well, he right. and Hilaria have definitely done that. Jeez <laughs> Louise. <laughs> so he's like, what made you change your mind? He's like, Tracy Jr. made you an acrostic. Well, I hope he makes me an across helmet so I don't get hurt playing across. Now, come on. That's pretty good for a guy who just came out of a hallucination.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Liz still doesn't understand how to get Brian out of the apartment. And she's out of ideas. She's tried all the different ways. She can't Jack, Jenna, or Tracy this guy to the apartment. So what she's going to do? She's going to Frank it. (laughs) So we cut to the apartment that they share and Brian's jingling at the door. She's chugged like a bunch of liquid. It looks like sun tea. Maybe it it's does. urine. you You cannot tell the difference. They look in a the mini
4: same. like giant office water bottle. <laughs> I know. I Such want one. A, oh, it's terrible.
0: You want one? I would love one. So as Brian's opening the door, she throws some flowers out of the vase and starts peeing inside of it. Um, and he moves out.
4: What did you do? You didn't. Manhattan real estate, no rules, right? <laughs> you think I'm disgusting? I use the Sun Tea system to stop global warming. You used it, use it to kick a gay cop out of his apartment. I have no regrets.
0: And then <laughs> she throws her bag aloft. It hits the ceiling, crashes back down. No regrets.
4: Hey, Tracy. Now you can tell me your filthy strip club story. Frank, I'm going to have a daughter. I would never tell that story. It's demeaning to women, especially if they have boobies sneezed on by a tiger.
0: So we see this um, Ambiguous figure Who's changing out the fluorescent Or he's changing out the regular light bulbs With fluorescent light bulbs That last ten times longer than regular ones And we turn We find out that it's Al Gore He's back, back, back again
4: So who do you think is more upset That they won, lost the election Al Gore or Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton (laughs) I'm more upset Except that I feel like There was monkey business with Al Gore's.
0: There's monkey business with all of them.
4: Well, anyway, (laughs) sorry, Al Gore. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) Um, So... He says, then they kind of babble about the climate, and I kind of check out, but if we're going to solve the climate crisis, we've got to change more than the light bulbs and the windows. We've got to change the laws and the policies or collective political action on a large scale. You know, there's an old African proverb that I made up. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go quickly, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. We need to go far quickly. And then he's about to leave, and Kenneth's like, Mr. Vice President, the snack table isn't going to clean itself look again Kenneth and it's now covered in like forest flora and fauna he's like well that's not super helpful (laughs) Kenneth encourage your lawmakers to take action recycle everything including jokes I'm sorry what quiet a whale's in trouble I have to go which is a repeat of the same joke that he did the last time he was on there
0: so yeah we're back in Jack's office now and um, they're talking about They've all come around And Jack wants to do his part And he may not have children anytime soon But when he does He wants the earth to be there
4: That's why he's replaced His wasteful and flowers With beautiful azaleas From her very own dirty rock terrace I know Oh my They're still sprinkled with the morning dew Kenneth, smell it's them pee Smell my flowers <laughs> Kenneth like Moves his head like he's sniffing And closes all his holes <laughs> <laughs> What a beautiful way to end. And there you have it. Another amazing show. Turtle, out of a shell, hilarious. Jenna's list of appliances, funny. <laughs> the Gatorade? Come on. <laughs> Doesn't hit.
0: I will hit you in the face. Well,
4: how about you hit me with a score in the chat? Hey! Hey! Let me ready. know when you're ready. Ready. Set? Ready.
0: Okay. Oh. Wow.
4: Emma gave it a 90. Julie and Nick both a 92. Perf. Yeah, this little run-up to deal breakers, I really like. Like, I'm I'm super excited for deal breakers.
0: Well, and then though this was like a mixed episode, there were so many fucking lines that I use all the time. You use all the time.
3: Mm-hmm. Perfect.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so there is an audio commentary that we will get to listen to, or at least me. But for deal breakers, but it's Scott Addison, who is, you know, bald. uh, Pete. Pete. (laughs) (laughs) She needs to go to bed with me. Well, we hope that you liked this episode as much as we did. We're all in the 90s, so that's a really good sign. In the Julie scale, that means it's a rewatchable for sure. Um, If you'd like to hear our musings about other things on television, you can listen to takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. So we got a couple good laughs in. I hope you did, too. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, watch more TV and less Twitter. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter, with the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter, and Frank, <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.